Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Tonight, we have an epic 90-minute special. This is going to be absolutely incredible. As our chefs say, I do to catering a wedding. Let's go, come on, you can do it. It's a test of endurance as they work through the night to make it a day to remember. Who doesn't have their wedding cake organised the day before their wedding? Yeah, the pressure's on. Welcome to the industry. Can I tell you? I'm scared. you got two minutes, guys, come on. This is going to be extremely tight. You're hot, then you're cold. You're yes, then you're no. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're down. Wrong when it's right. It's black and it's white. You fight, you make up. You kiss, you break up. When you're cold, you're yes, then you're no. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're down. You don't really want to stay, you know. You don't really want to go. Hot, then you're cold, you're yes, then you're no, you're in, then you're out, you're up, then you're down. Down, 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 down. Whew. O-M-G. What a 90-minute special that was. Oh, my God. If you didn't just hear the audio that we pulled directly from masterchef.com.au, uh, catch-up episodes, uh, we we couldn't do. We couldn't do our usual half-weekly podcast. We had to jump right into the podcast studio because... It was epic. It was huge. The fact that we are dedicating an entire podcast episode to one episode of MasterChef has everything to do with the fact that it was epic and nothing to do with the fact that by the end of the 90 minutes, Zach and I were over in pain. <laughs> we knew we knew last night when this screened on television, when we heard, uh, well, it was teased at. We talked about it a little mm-hmm. bit when, when Ben was in. It was teased at. But when, when it was teased at, I, um, I was not expecting something so big. That's right. Usually, usually this, this night's episode, the Wednesday night episode, is a one-hour program. Yep. Uh, it's the group challenge. We all know about the group challenge. Uh, but tonight, last night, Wednesday night, um, they mixed it up. It was 90 minutes. Yep. And and let me tell you, it wasn't it, like a, the, a similar level of challenge. In fact, um, less stressful of a challenge because they had recipes uh, and then stretched out for 90 minutes. Yeah. And no. you consider something like the crock and bush that yeah. happened last week. Amazing. An absolute huge. huge game changer. Seismic shift in the nation. Insane. And so what they did this week was the same level of tension in the trailer mm-hmm. for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it came to delivering, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, they did a solid job. Yeah, they, they, they did a solid job. They catered the wet. 
they got the strongest competitors and they gave them quite easy uh, dishes and a good amount of time to complete them. Mm. And then they did a pretty good job and some of the dishes weren't as good as the others. And and that was 90 minutes of television. Yep. And we sat through every single minute. And why did we do it? Did we do it for you, the listener? No. No. Did We, we do it because we... Want to be chefs? No. No. Did we do it because um, we committed to this podcast thinking no one would listen, then we'd stop doing it after a couple of weeks? No. No. Did we do it because we feel an abnormal amount of pressure to do it from the listeners that are like, we love this, we love this, please don't stop? No. No. I'll tell you why we did do it, Mish. Tell me why we did it, Zachary. We did it because... Like the rest of Australia, we have MasterChef fever. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I'm burning hot. I'm burning hot. I want to know who will win. Um, that's going to be Poe. Well, yeah. I want to know who will come second. It's probably going to be Justine or Chris. I want to know who will come third. It'll be one of those ones. Yeah. I want to know who will come fourth. Um, Andre. Andre probably. Yeah. I want to know who will come fifth. Probably one of the people who were returning because they were fast-tracked to finals week. Yeah. 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 Julie, she's a real young gun. Yeah. Julia. Julia. Yeah. Oh, Julie. Yeah. No, look, it was it was an intensive 90 minutes. Um, I can't wait to fill an entire 45-minute podcast talking about this wedding. Oh, really? Um, really, Mish? You didn't get the memo? What's that? For a 90-minute special episode, mm. we'll be doing a 90-minute special podcast. You have to deliver now that you've said that, Zach. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> that that would... would be a minute per minute. Yeah. We would have to recount every minute. Of the of the podcast, but there are some in, there are some listeners that would probably genuinely enjoy that. But I think what they would enjoy is how much pain that inflicts on you and I. And the other thing is, why would you want us to go into the minutia of the episode? You watched it last night. It was on television. Yeah, it was on Channel Ten. You watched The Simpsons. You watched The Nanny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neighbors was in there somewhere as mm-hmm. well. Neighbors on Channel Ten. Before that, you watched Mash. Maybe you watched. Uh, Before that, you watched Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Before that, you watched Oprah. Before uh, somewhere in all of that, you also watched Bold and the Beautiful. Somewhere in the mix there, you watched uh, Bert Newton. Yep. Somewhere in the mix there on a weekend, you would have watched uh, Burke's Backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, look, so I mean, all I'm, I'm, all I'm going to say is this, Zach. What? I was never one of those girls that had dreams about her wedding. Mm-hmm. Like it just there, there's all these stories you hear about. Like I, I used to fantasize about mm-hmm. what my wedding was going to be when I was a little girl. I was never that little girl. No, I liked food. Mm. Uh, like I liked the milk bar a lot. I used to fantasize about what I'd get from the milk bar after school. Chucky milk. Yeah. Uh, or I was a bit more of a strawberry Big M kind of girl. Well, I'm a boy. Yes, yeah, and so it's you 2009, so only brown milk for the boys. Yeah, well, I'd have a pink milk because of my vagina. <laughs> um, uh, I would I would fantasize about the milk bar. Uh, sometimes, you know, I would fantasize about the next uh, Babysitters Club book. Yep. that was coming out. Never dreamt about my wedding though. But I know mm-hmm. that if I allowed myself a few minutes as a child to think about my wedding. Mm-hmm. I know I would have wanted a Channel 10 camera crew there. 
and I know that I would have wanted to be disturbed for about 10 minutes every hour to discuss the food I'd just eaten. It, it, That's th- how I'd want my wedding. That is, to my mind, well, could you imagine, like, the lucky pair? Mm. This is the hottest show on Australian television and and they they got to have that show cater for their wedding. Yeah, and they will remember that and have, I'm sure, feel no embarrassment about that in the future, <laughs> um, that... That at, that they succumbed to having a camera crew and amateurs cook the food at their wedding purely because they didn't want to pay for catering. Well, uh, th- this is the thing. I just realised it would have been a little bit awkward for George because I don't think reality stars get paid very much. So mm. they would have been working, you know, essentially catering that wedding for free or for cheap. Mm. That would have been really, uh, like, really cut to the core for someone like George. Oh, he would have fought it. Yeah, he would have said if 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 they're going out there and catering for a real wedding, I want them getting reward. I like rates. to think he probably slipped to meet your fitty award rates. Yeah, he I'd would have like slipped to, to meet your so. fitty. Probably a career at the end of the show. Mm. Probably gave them all jobs at the end of the show mm. at his at his press club. Um, they're, so, they're very lucky. They're very lucky. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this couple, shall we? What were their names? Uh, Andrea. Sean and, and Andrea. Sean and Andrea. Um, just a lovely looking couple. Uh, very normal. They're presented to the the contestants. It's like, I'd like you to meet our friends. Yeah. Um, Sean and Andrea, who's just a very, very normal kind of couple. And Matt says to them all, oh, these two are getting married tomorrow. And they were like, oh, congratulations. That's great. And Matt's like, and you are going to cater the wedding. Bum, bum. Whoa. And big musics and everyone freaked out a little bit like, whoa, catering a wedding tomorrow, that's insane. Mm. How are we going to do it? Apparently with recipes that they're given. uh, Recipes that they're given. I also love they're like, oh, my God, Mm. we've got to do a group-based cooking challenge tomorrow. Yeah. Like the only difference is the wedding. Yeah, well, that's exactly right because keep in mind as well, previously in team challenges, it's been separate teams and they're fighting against each other. Because there's only seven of them left, it was just all seven of them? Six of them? Seven. Six. 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 Six of them. Because there's only six of them, they're like, oh, it's just a team chamber. You're, you're fighting as individuals now. Like you know, there's no longer splitting the team because it'd just yeah. be teams of three and what are you going to do with that? So they were all just working together really to make small, um, small little bits of, you know, Food. Wedding food. Wedding food. Um, but yeah, you know, they 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 freaked out. Um, my favorite thing was um, Poe essentially said that the dude was batting, and was just like, she seemed. Poe was just like, she seemed really lovely, really beautiful. You know, uh, she was well spoken, and um, you know, he seemed he seemed underwhelming. Did she say that? Something like Something that. Something like that. I was yeah. like, he seemed, he was more chill or more, yeah. Yeah. Um, Poe, just the barb, the barbs of Poe. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were very normal. It was a very normal couple. Uh, and then I knew as as the normal couple came out and it was a very normal couple, I was like, well, jeez, um, I hope they utilise some of this 90 minutes to just show us footage of of a couple's wedding that I've never met before. Well, I was hoping so. When and I heard there was a wedding involved, I'm like, fuck the food. I want to see the matrimony. I want to see I want to see a bit of the wedding. Mm. I want to see some of the speeches mm. and just really specific details of their life like when she moved to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it was her life story that I was tuning in for. I was like, I hope they they don't cut any of that. And mm. and here's the beauty of a ninety minute episode: we had time for all of that. Yeah. And the food. All of it. So um, first of all, first up, they, they bring out the couple and then they say, well, we're going to, uh, Sarah, they explain that the chefs are going to be down in the, it's going to be on a boat on the Sydney Harbour. The chefs are going to be downstairs. Uh, so Gary and George are going to be downstairs watching them in the kitchen. Uh, and then um, Matt and Sarah are going to be upstairs seeing the the people eat and trying the food themselves. Not only just trying the food, but judging the food. Judging the food. So Matt and Sarah judging the food. Sarah, Sarah judging the doing food. Doing a judge. So reminder, this is Sarah Wilson, the host. Yeah. Um, she's the host. She's never judged before, but they figured it would be nice for her to not only did they just not only did Matt and Sarah just judge the food, they were also just there for the ceremony. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were just there, front row and centre. Listening to the speeches, just like th- there was, there was Matt. Yeah, there he Matt was, Matt and Sarah. From Imagine being so lucky as to have Sarah Wilson and Matt Preston just in that the front your row of your wedding ceremony. I know if I was in the immediate family, I wouldn't be upset by that. Well, being two thousand and nine, it would have been quite the thrill. Quite the thrill. Um, the bar. So, so first of all, <laughs> before they even start on the wedding, they um, they the couple. And Matt and all of the contestants go to the bar section of now, the warehouse. If you're like, what the fuck is that? We didn't know either. No, I've, We've it, never seen the bar. So when they first <laughs> moved in, when and I think we may have mentioned this on episode three, when they first moved into the, to the podcast, they said there's a full restaurant and a full bar. But they've never used the bar <laughs> until now. Yeah. And it wasn't, you would think, oh, they moved to the bar. Was it for like to do some mixology? Was it to have a drink? No, it was just to keep talking. Just They to... were talking in the main body of the warehouse and then they moved everyone to the bar to continue their conversation. I think we're getting to week, what, six years? No, no, we're well into, like this is week eight now. Week, we're in week eight now. Are we? Or seven-ish, I don't know. It's eight. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> So we're in whatever week we're in, and I think I think someone, one of the producers, has gone. Fuck, we haven't used the bar. <laughs> we made Channel Ten pay for a bar. We got full bottles of Kalura behind there. The executive producers of Channel Ten are getting real shitty that we haven't used the bar. Um, is there anything that we can do? But just, can we just utilize the fucking bar? We've got all these Ottomans in the bar. <laughs> Can someone just go and sit on an ottoman and have a chat, please, <laughs> for the love of God? So they all went to the bar to talk about what the couples wanted to serve at their wedding. Now, when I heard originally that they were going to cater this wedding, I was like, oh, cool, what a challenge. They have to decide on dishes and they have to suss out with um, the couple what foods they like and, you know, what they what they would like at their wedding. No, no, uh, the couple just told them what they were going to cook. That was full, like they chose Here's a things. recipe. They got recipe cards. Um, the biggest challenge, really the only real challenge. And what a challenge wife, it was. Uh, uh, Andrea was something called a glim, glimton free. A glut, she's glutton intolerant. She's gl- gl- gluben. <laughs> gluben. Gluten free. Gluten, glut, gluten. We hadn't, we'd never looked it up. Like we'd never known what it was. So we looked it up and it's basically you can't eat wheat. Wheat. Wheat products. And like so, so flour counts as this. It's gluten. 
Yeah. Gluten. So initially she said I'm gluten intolerant. And I thought, geez, the the best programs at the moment are on Channel 10. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Before we started recording, uh, this is not a joke, before we started recording, we came into the podcast studio and I sat down and went, I don't think I have any jokes tonight. Like, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm funny today. And uh, thank God you ripped out that fucking gem. (laughs) Thank God we can I mean, this is, we can ride that for the rest of the night. This is the home of uh, this is the home. <laughs> this is the home of I know Kyle Sanderlands and Big Brother. I know I'm glued to ten, <laughs> just like you. But she she is intolerant to gluten or glutton or gluten. So she can't eat the flour, or, yeah. and, and I think bread counts in that. Yeah. So if you think about that, you're like, oh, it's just flour. Flour's in everything. It's in a lot of things now. If you've heard of gluten intolerant, give us a call. Yeah. DM us on, on in MySpace. Look, if you happen, not even just heard of it, if you happen to be gluten tolerant, tell us. What, how does this work when how you want do a you sandwich? Live? Do you just wrap it in lettuce? Ew. I don't understand. I yeah. mean, this is very similar to. If you want a pasta, what do you use? How do you eat the pasta? Yeah. I mean, are there. Are there what would you eat? I mean, God, could you imagine a gluten intolerant vegetarian? Ewy. Oh would my! Be awful. What would you eat? I, if only there was something you could do to, like, I don't know, spiralize a vegetable. But even that sounds weird. If you think about it, <laughs> if you got a choice to... of the chicken and the beef, yeah. What do you choose if there's bread on it? <laughs> Jesus anyway, Christ. Anyway, she seemed like she was a real pain in the ass. <laughs> it's 2009. Yeah, it's 2009. She seemed like a real pain in the ass with her gluten intolerant. Um, um, so basically she said, because I'm gluten intolerant, um, I need you to make at least one of the dishes gluten-free. Gluten-free. So um, Julie went, oh, no, because I'm making potato cakes and, um, oh, no, uh, there's flour in that. What am I going to do? And she said, oh, don't worry about it. Like um, you can, I'll, I'll give you a recipe card and you'll be fine. But then the recipe said it's got flour in it. Had flour in it. So Julie was a bit fucked, but she came through in the end. So that was nice. So then they made him make uh, a cake until 4 a.m. Yeah. So after they <laughs> said you have to c- cook all this food, they were like, oh, also, we need you to have a cake ready first thing in the morning. Um, it's nine o'clock at night. It takes seven hours to cook this cake. Go. So Off they your hop. so they all like got to make this fucking cake. The top half of the cake had to be gluten free. Um, so they made like some orange thing with almond meal. No, I don't know. And then the bottom layer was this it chocolate was a real mud cake. thing. Yeah, real was, cake. Yeah, it was a floured cake. Cake with flour in it. It's two thousand and nine. Yeah. Um and. Everyone who was on cake making duty made the cakes and then went home to bed and Poe and Chris stayed up till 5 a.m. decorating the cake. So they did not sleep at all. Everyone else went to bed at like 1, like 2 It was o'clock. bad, but like that's when I would go to sleep. Yeah, I go to sleep that time a lot. Yeah. Too much. I have lots of thoughts at night. If I wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. My, like I'll have no thoughts or this is true. This is just me talking about my feelings. Mm-hmm. I'll have, I'll, I'll, be, I'll feel like, out, I'll feel like I'm, you know, completely blank all day. Like I'm just a shell of a person just mm-hmm. going about my business. I get on the bus and I go to the office and I manage the office as best I can. And I eat my sushi for lunch, my sushi. I've gotten onto sushi now. Yeah, lunch. I guess sushi's great. And then I continue to manage my office. I get back on the bus. No feelings, no thoughts, nothing at all. Then it comes to nine o'clock at night and bam, I'm an emotional 
bloody waterfall. Yeah, I feel you, man. Feel that? Yeah, I feel yeah. that. I believe that because we often tell each other about those thoughts. Me and Mish are the same person. Very similar. Emotionally. Yeah, we're similarly insecure and all over the place. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm really glad we got to share that with you guys. Yeah, back um, to the comedy podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the ceremony... <laughs> Has begun. They're cooking the food downstairs. They got so much fucking time. Yeah. Like they're playing drama, but everything just goes fine. Um, upstairs. Ow. Upstairs, uh, the ceremony <laughs> has begun. My, I stubbed my knee on a microphone. No, that's all right. It hurt a bit. <laughs> but we can't edit. So because I said ow, I figured I needed to address the word. I didn't, want, talk I didn't want people it. to think that you were beating me or something. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> 2009, but also it's never okay. Yeah, that wasn't okay, Ben. <laughs> I mean, now? <laughs> what the fuck? Everything's getting really blurry for me about what was okay in 2009. It what was wasn't. weird, man. <laughs> anyway, go on. So um, the, the, what's really weird, right, is so there's a Channel 10 film crew and then, um, and then they cut to the the minister. It's a full religious wedding, which yeah. feels very invasive. It's full on. And then the minister's like, "We are gathered here today in the presence of God." And I'm just like, "Geez, I know Matt Preston's good, but he's not that good." <laughs> <laughs> you thought of so many good gags while we were watching the episode. I didn't get anything. Here we are in the presence <laughs> of God. <clears throat> I'm like, God, we all love the cravats. Insane. But, no, I thought it was a really lovely touch that Sarah Wilson and Matt Preston were just at the wedding. Imagine just fucking Sarah Wilson <laughs> and Matt Preston just standing there. The film crew is one thing, but Matt was just loving it. Just with a glass of champagne, just, like, <laughs> smiling <laughs> and nodding at everything that was said. It was fucking beautiful. Um, um, Sam, at one point, uh, was scooping uh, pastry out of... Of his, like, of the, where he zhuzhed it in the machine and he cut himself. Oh, yeah, he stuck his hand in a food processor. And then at one point he was like, I just have to deal with this bloody cut. And to, still now, I don't know if he was describing the cut as one with a lot of blood. Which it was. Or, you know, bloody. Or this damned cut. This damned cut. Dimmed cut. Um, then he was sitting there with his hand wrapped up and he's just like, I don't know how I'm going to continue. I'd like, the thing is I've just got to get up. I'm going to give myself five minutes to let the blood come back and then, you know, I'm just going to get up and I have to do my job because this is Master Chef and that's the life of a chef. It's like they showed the cut and it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. It's he a was deep bleeding. cut. But I don't know how much praise this boy wanted. Compare it to um – Jeannie, uh, who yeah. last week cut off her whole hand, basically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then made a delicate butter mousse. Yeah, it was just like, it's all right. Thing. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I have lost some of the delicacy in my hands. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. And then Sam sliced a little bit of his finger. Oh, no. We're getting a bit toxic masculinity here, Mish. Are we now? What's yeah. that? Zach, I don't know. I'd like you to explain it to me, please. It's when it's when when the man's just been a pussy. <laughs> Maybe he was being just a bit of a puss. <laughs> Straight up, Sam was being a bit of a puss. I know that if I sliced my finger, I could continue making a lemon lime tart. <laughs> 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you, yeah, Mitch? I'm throwing it down. <laughs> Are you? I'll give it a shot. I will say that he actually at one point was very like, I've got to get back into it. And Gary was like, sit down, have a cup of tea. Yeah. Bleed out a little bit. Yeah, and he son. also said put your arm above your head because mm. it will stop spurting. Which is very like they know how if to you handle put a your cut. if you put a cut above your heart, isn't that how it works? Mm. You put <laughs> if you put your hand above your heart, mm. the blood doesn't spurt out of your hand. What so how's it work? There's actually a thing. If you get something cut and you put it above your heart. Yeah, yeah, it stops spurting. It but stops he spurting. was saying above your head. Because here's the thing, Chef's heart is in his head. Yeah, go on. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> we're, uh, so we're really trying hard for you guys. <laughs> Sam was cut and bleeding. Um, it was all right. Um, George confronted Julie about her dishes not being ready and she snapped. Yeah, she was like, what, what am I going to do? Yeah, she what he goes I up say? to him he's like, oh, what's going on with your, your crab parcels? So she had to make a crab mouche. Mm. Um, inside uh, smoked salmon wrap. So um, you would have... The most lo- wedding f- You would have loved this. It was basically... Uh, one kind of meat yep. <laughs> surrounding another kind of meat. All the meats. But it was the most wedding-looking dish I've ever seen. It essentially looked like a little smoked salmon parcel and inside was like a mayonnaise crab mixture. It looked fucked. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. And then the But George salad. goes over to her and was like, how are you going with those parcels? And she's like, oh, I'm just wrapping them up. And he's like, well, where are the parcels? She's like, oh, the smoked salmon is the parcel. He's like, well, are they ready? And she's like, no, not yet. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? And he looked at his watch and stuff. I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. And she just turned to him and she's like, yeah, well, George, that's how it is. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. Julie, rawr. Damn, Julie. Damn, Julie. <laughs> Damn. It was intense. She snapped. Um, yeah, everything went out on time, you know. This is the thing. Pose, Guys, listen. Yeah. listen I'm going to level with you. Sometimes, with you. sometimes the episodes just happen. Yeah. And they go from start to end. And, yes, this was 90 minutes. And, yes, there was a lot of intensive music to back up this 90 minutes. And, yes, they pushed this episode from, like, two weeks ago. Like, this is what's coming. This is what's coming. This is why we've dedicated a whole podcast to it. Yes, it was for this. And sometimes, dear listeners, an episode is just a fucking episode of MasterChef. It just happens. And – you get to, and if you're in my position and Zach's position, you get to the end of the episode and you go, "How am I going to talk about this? How am I going to do it?" Because what what we witnessed was a group of people that are pretty good at what they do because yeah. the real nuffies are gone. <laughs> a group of people that are pretty good at what they do, given good recipes and ample time, and they. Do it. And and it's hit and miss. Some things aren't as good as other yeah. things. But that's wedding catering. And that's just life. Really. I've not been I've never been to a I've never been to a, an event with that sort of 50-50 drop have catering. Ever, have you ever been to an event where you were like that catering was fucking amazing? I have. Oh, okay. Admittedly I have. 
In 2009? At that point, no, I had not. Now I have not, but I imagine one day I will. Yep. I'm going to work hard and I'm, yeah. I'm going to go to some events that have really good catering. Okay. But I've never been to a, to a thing where the catering was like 100% consistent. Yeah. Actually, I have once. Oh, where? It was a wedding. It was my uh, brother-in-law's wedding. Oh, that's nice. It was, what year is it? To th- I've never been to a wedding in 2009. Really? Yeah. I this to... wedding was like off the chain. The food was incredible. Yeah, all my friends decided to wait until they got married. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You'd never been to like a family wedding? You'd never been to... I'm th- my family's very small. Yeah, right. I was the last baby in my family. Well, my cousin was, but he's only six months younger than yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of four. Mm. Uh, my dad was one of... My mum was one of five, but my dad was one of ten. Well, see, holy shit, really? Yeah, Irish Catholic. Yeah, that'll do it. My, I was one of two. Mum was one of two. Dad was one of two. Yeah. Both, all sets of their parents, one of two. That's amazing. Yeah, no, my We're dad was- a tiny was, family. I have three cousins. My grandmother had 10 kids in the space of, I think, 13 years. Fuck For me 10 up. 10 years- Actually, here's a story. She was pregnant. She was virtually pregnant. She was either pregnant- or nursing mm. for 10 years, a decade. This is, let's just say hypothetically it's 2019, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. But I reckon in 2000. Fuck, if you fucking have a problem <laughs> with us admitting the fact that it's fucking 2019, then you can get the fuck out. We just what, try to. This is where we're at now. Okay, we tried. We really tried. We really fucking tried. We tried to stay consistent with this 2009 shit, and we are. We're committed. We're gonna go back to it. We'll be back. But if you come at if you come at us now, because Mish wants to tell a story about her fucking life, we give you some goddamn fucking authenticity. Do you have any idea how much has happened in the last ten years for me personally? And <laughs> we can't acknowledge that. I can't acknowledge how much I've changed since I was twenty-one. I've grown thirty-one. I've grown so much as a person, but as a man. I've grown so much. And to go back to that time, yeah. what are you making me do this for? Have you ever been 31 years old and having to pretend that you were 21 again? You couldn't pay me to be 21 again. And yet for some reason, I'm doing it for free. I'm doing it for you. For you. Anyway, if you say it was say um, so, let's just say it was 2019 hypothetically, hypothetically because it's 2000. It's obviously yeah, it's 2009. Obviously, there's a time. Yeah, but it says 2019. Um, I might become mildly obsessed for about two weeks. Just the last two weeks, mildly obsessed with YouTube videos that are grocery hauls of very very large families. That's so like, great. like parents. That have 15 children. Fantastic. And then they're like, hi, guys. Uh, this is our monthly grocery haul. We spent $1,500 this month on groceries, um, mostly from Costco, some from Woolies. Anyway, let's show you. And it's just this, like, fuck, so much food. Man, I've got some issues I need to address. But I've like, No, this sounds sick. You have no idea. Me and my friend Blake. Blake, if you're listening. I'm just a shout out to my mate Blake. Blake, if you're not listening, yeah. here's the test. <laughs> this is so, so true. Blake. Blake, if you're listening to this, Blake, listen, if you're listening. Blake's, th- Blake's told us he's a fan. Yeah, Blake said to me, Yeah, I listen to your pod, man. So if you're listening, Blake. Yeah, listen right. Listen to me, mate. If next, you're listening to next this. Next time you see Mish, you got to tap your head three times. Yeah, and then say, Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. Um, In fact, 
anyone who's still listening, because I think some of these downloads are automatic, if you are still (laughs) listening, I want you to comment under our Instagram, ahoy hoy. Yeah, please. That's not... Just oh, no, no, actually, boom, boom, shake the room. Yeah, that's probably a bit more to brand. Boom, boom, shake the room. Yeah. So, Blake, if you're out there, tap your head three times, say boom, boom, shake the room, and I'll know that you'd listen to this. But and if any mate, of Blake you are listening, I, just comment under our, uh, comment under stuff, say boom, boom, shake the room. Please. Um. So, Blake and I watch these large family grocery hauls. They each have like 6,000 views on YouTube, mm. Um. but... We're obsessed with them. That sounds incredible. We're I, obsessed with um, them. They're like, we're, these, this here is a bag of 50 frozen chicken schnitzels. That's dinner for next That's dinner for next Wednesday. That's it's like, fucking sick. It's sick. So I'm how big are these families? Massive. Like there's one of one family that I watched. It's like it's the couple, so the mum and the dad. They have 15 children and a no, dog. That's too many. 15 children. All that live at home, that. they're all under 18. They all still live at home. There's something about that that's pretty cool, though. I love making a big pot of bolognese. And I like but for fifteen people. No, yeah, that's a lot. I often overcook, over cater for myself. Yeah. I'm a single woman. I'm uh-huh. in my prime. Yeah, I am single. It's hard to cook for one person, so I often end up cooking a big pot. And I'm like, oh, but it's still only like six dishes. Imagine cooking for fifteen people. Yeah, no, that's a lot. Fifteen What's every that? night. How much? Like, you'd be how buying many kilos you'd... of mince. Do you need for that? I can tell you because this family does it. How many kilos? Six of min- kilos of mince. Wow. Six kilos of mince they buy. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. For one dish? No, no. that's for two dishes. Yeah, Three no, that kilos makes sense. of mince. That makes sense. Because I I do about a kilo of mince for like for like yeah, for yeah. five five people. Yeah. Not wow. even five, one packet five or six of mince is yeah. oh yeah, that's about right. One packet's what, five hundred gram? Yeah, five hundred grams. So yeah. I do a kilo of mince for like six meals. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I love that idea though. I'm I'm quite keen on the idea of like catering for little munchkins. That's a lot of munchkins though. Not fifteen. Maybe five. Fifteen under eight that It's a lot. Well must, my grandmother, my grandmother had ten. She must be sore. Are you talking about my gra- <laughs> No? Is that where you want to go? No, my thought was about the woman who had 15 children. Oh, right, yeah, But no. you got in to say my grandmother had 10 just as I was saying she must be sore. So it sounded like I was talking about hey, your Mish, grandmother's box. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to move the fuck along. <laughs> I'm going to move the fuck along. Okay. That's fine. That's fine by me. Um, I'm so sorry to your grandma. My fondant, he describes, uh, Chris was the team leader. He was the head chef. So he ended up not having time to make his fondant. So he got other people to make his fondant. And then as it went out, he was like, I hope people like my fondant. Yeah, that's right. And then George was yelling at them. They sent out all the meals and he's like, it's not over until fat Georgie sings. Yeah, that was weird. Because then he was really proud of himself. Yeah, he thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever said. And look, um... George, we love George. We love George. And I think he probably knows more about comedy than you and I. But no, I think you and well, I can yeah. both agree I'm a that theater, that... I'm a, I'm a theatre boy. I yeah, we, do, a, we study theatre. I want to be a director. Yeah, I want to act in theatre shows. Yeah. Like Carolyn O'Connor. Yeah, I want to direct... I want to be a director like Sam Mendes. Yeah. yeah. Director of, um, of American Beauty. I want to be the next Lisa McCune, except that I can't sing. Yes. Yes. Yes, I want to be the next... Um, 
John Bell. Barry Kosky. Ooh, good one. Thank you. That was very clever. Um, if you are in the Venn diagram of people that listen to this podcast and know who Barry Kosky is, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> they don't know who that is. No, that's what I'm saying. If you're in that Venn, di- if you're in the middle of that Venn diagram, hey, look, there's like a solid. 800 people now that listen to this podcast. No, I know. It's funny. It's amazing. Why are you here? What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing listening to this fucking podcast, cunt? There are like podcasts that teach you how to be better with money. There are podcasts that will... This American life is so enlightening. Yeah, it is. It's so wonderful. Yep. 7am, that's a great podcast. It's my cousin's podcast. Very good podcast. It's a great podcast. Very informative. Yeah, you did it. You mentioned said the seven a.m. podcast. You took the piss out of it a bit about two months ago, and he heard it. <laughs> he heard you say that. Anyway, that's just a personal conversation between Zach and I. Um, I'm glad that you're here. But do you think, Zach, that hypothetically, if I did this with somebody else, mm-hmm. would you listen? Would I listen? No, you wouldn't listen. No, I'd listen to the first. Are you episode. kidding? I've gone to every one of your shows. Oh, I have I have oh, supported okay, you. I go. have supported you from here the day I go. met you, which was next year. <laughs> <laughs> I have supported you every single thing you've done. I don't think I've ever missed a show that you were in. Um, and you wouldn't listen to the podcast that I've created with. I would listen to the first episode and I would come on the podcast. I bet you'd listen if it was me and Barry Kosky. Oh, throw down. Um, would I, I would definitely like have, have a little, I'd chuck it in my ear and have a little, That's have a nice little listen. but I wouldn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Fair. I wouldn't listen to every episode. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, just, it's a lot of MasterChef podcast. Um, anyway, uh, so the food all goes out on time, by the way, the bride and the groom and their wedding was the most 2009 thing I've ever seen in my life. So it was amazing, perfect. Yeah, perfect, everything about it. Her dress was a white strapless with black embroidery on it and then the cake matched a match, matched yeah. the dress. So it had a little tiny black flowers on it like the dress did. Her hair was up. It was curly. All the men had big, thick red ties. Yep, it was beautiful. Um, when they were all, because it was set on a boat, when they all went outside, they all wore their wraparound over. Please. Um, it was the most 2009 thing I've ever They all looked like Sam, really. Like, no, no, Sam from MasterChef. Oh, yeah. I haven't met Sam Lingham yet. I don't meet oh, Sam Lingham okay. until next year. All right. Um, um, so- I also just wanted to say that Sarah loved the fondant. Yeah, she did. Loved that fondant on all its sugary goodness. Yeah, she, yeah, she really did. She was like, this is so sweet. This and is, yummy. This is yummy. I love this. For She ate it up, all of it, yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. It's almost like Sarah Wilson loves sugar. She loves sugar. I think Sarah Wilson, I think she's a sweet tooth. We, uh, George <laughs> George loves giving people a go. Yep. George is a socialist and Sarah Wilson is a sweet tooth yeah. and employed by Channel 10. Yeah. That's that's what we've gathered so far. That's yeah? what we've gathered so yeah, far. Yeah, perfect. Um, so then uh, it came to like the assessment of how they did that day. Mm-hmm. They said Chris was the best. They absolutely caned Poe. But this is what really pissed me off was they said, Poe, po. your pastry was too thick on your little tartlets because she made a brie and olive jam 
tartlet, which is, again, the most 2009 thing oh on the planet. And a little a tiny tartlet with a piece of brie in it and some caramelised onion jam on top. Mm-hmm. They caned her for that. Then they said that her Asian chicken salad that she made for an entree was dry. Mm-hmm. And then they did not mention that she was up until, she was the only one that was up until 5 a.m. decorating the cake, which looked beautiful, she by the way. She did not sleep. She didn't sleep. She, she had did no not sleep. sleep. They, gave, they gave Chris special mention for, they were like, you know, you ran the team. Mm. So your extracurricular activity, he didn't make the fondant. Your yeah. extracurricular activity was noted. Yeah. Poe, who decorated the cake until flawlessly, got zero sleep. Yeah, just doesn't come up. Didn't they didn't mention it? They did mention that she was a Suki Lala. Yeah, they did mention that she was a Suki Lala. Who said that? (laughs) Gary. Yeah, Gary referred to says no need to be a Suki Lala. Um, and then Poe looked pissed, rightfully, rightfully, because we love Poe. We do love Poe, and she's gonna win. We all know that Poe is going to win. Um, stop, stop saying anyone else is going to win. However, however, this is what shook Zach and I a bit: is that we're like we're like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that Poe is going to win, mm-hmm. right? But now she's in the bottom two, and she has to go into an elimination showdown with Sam. Sam. Now we obviously watching this show to time because it's two thousand nine. Don't know who wins this show. We don't know the top two or top three. So we are going to be waiting with bated breath to find out whether or not Poe wins this elimination challenge or that small child that's still in the competition named Sam. Who's going to win? Who knows? Who's going to win? That small married boy. (laughs) Small married child man. It's still in the competition named Sam. Named Sam. Or, who I earlier mistook for my co-worker. Yep. Or, or Poe, po. who is not a household name. Yet. Yeah, maybe. So who's yeah. going to win out of Poe and Sam? Win? We don't know. We're worried. And we're really excited to watch 45 minutes. Cannot wait to watch 45 minutes. Of them eating a vegetable and barley soup. Because that's what it is. That's so tomorrow is. we're going to have a vegetable and barley soup. Then we're going to have a masterclass. We had to bring you this special episode. The wedding special. Uh, it, it was too big of an episode um, to not uh, bring you as a special. Mm. Um, so that means the next podcast is going to be about um, two people eating soup and guessing the ingredients yeah. and Gary and George teaching people how to cook in a cruel, condescending way. That's the whole episode. That's the whole episode. Um, Here's a cute idea. Mm. Let's say you're in a relationship. Okay. <clears throat> Let's say you're ready to take the next step. Okay. I reckon you should do it by means of this podcast, this wedding special. So let's say that you've gotten your significant other around. Okay, yeah. You're listening to this episode of the podcast. Yeah. At this point, yeah. turn to your significant other. Yeah. If they're down on one knee. Yeah. It's a beautiful moment and we're happy to be here. We're happy to be a part of that with you in the way that uh, Matt was a part of fucking Andrea Andrew and, and Sean Sean's wedding. wedding. Yeah. Sean is um, a very say I do. name, isn't it? It really is. Sean. How are you spelling Sean? S-H-A-U-N? Oh, I spelled it S-E-A-N, but I think he's a S-H-A. He's an S-H. S-H-A-U-N. He was, if you wear Oakley's, your name's Sean S-H. Sean. Marrying sure. a boy named Sean. I'd do it if he was keen. If he was a keen jelly bean. Yeah, if I met a guy named Sean and he wanted to marry me, sure. If your sure name's Sean yeah. and you wanna you wanna marry me. So what do you what do you think um how do you think the Harry Potter film series is gonna end up? 
That's very interesting. I have absolutely no idea. Because I've read the books, mm. but I just I don't know how they're going to film those next couple of films. Well, considering that, so we've watched the first few. Mm, there's probably movies. I think we've watched five. We're up I to think. the fourth, I think. Fifth. No, fifth or even sixth have come out at this point. Oh, really? Maybe the fifth is is definitely out. Yeah. Okay, so I've already had that disappointment that the actress that they cast for Ginny all of a sudden has a mass, much bigger role to play yeah, you're in the films and it's just that. a bit mad yeah. about that. Yeah, um, you've already been How do I that. feel like it's going to end? Oh, ooh, I hope um, that the last chapter of the books yeah. is set on a tr- on uh, Platform 9 and 3 quarters like 20 years later. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'd really like that. What I would really love, what I would really, really love is because um, that book, that last book is big. It's a fat book. I don't know how they're going to fit it in one film. Look, I don't know how they're going to do it either, but as long as they slip in some Nick Cave, I'm happy. <laughs> I know that's a weird thing to how, say. How are they going to fit Nick Cave into it's Harry a weird, Potter? Look, that was a weird thing to say. That would just be abrasive and odd. Yeah, but I know that I love Harry Potter. Yeah. I love Nick Cave. Nick Cave. How cool would it be? Just bring them together. That'd be pretty cool. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. That's like how I'd like to think that like the next Die Hard film will have some wiggles in it. I'm <laughs> just saying it's it's about as weird as that. <laughs> it's just a, it's about as weird as that. It's about as weird as that. It's about as weird as a comic book movie mm. winning best film at Venice Film Festival. Yeah, that would be weird. Wouldn't that just be – and wouldn't it be funny if one day that, that – that, Drug addict from Ally McBeal is in one of these big comic book films. Oh, yes. Wouldn't that be weird? Yes. Wouldn't that be Can weird? Can I say that? Yeah. Sure. Wouldn't it be weird? Wouldn't oh, No, actually, he already was. Oh. It came out this year. I don't know. He was I in Iron Man. Comic. Have you seen Iron Man? Oh, it came it out that? this year. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, apparently. So there's a thing, right? There's a thing in the uh, credits, okay? Mm. It's a thing in the credits. Where they're implying, have you heard of the Avengers Initiative? No. Okay, so I'm basically. Even in 2019, so, I haven't. So basically. I don't know about these movies. So Iron Man, right? Iron Man mm. is just one superhero. Um, and then the Hulk is coming out. That came out, that comes out later this the year. The Eric Banner Hulk? Yeah. Yeah? No, no, the um, Edward Ed Norton, Norton Hulk. Yeah. They're going to team up. That Samuel sounds... L. Jackson is going to be their boss. They're going to team up. That sounds weird. Nah, it's going to be great. Is Jessica Alba there? No. Which one's that one? Oh, that's the Fantastic Four. Yeah, no, that's the I'd like to stay right now. Ne- I don't know any of these comic book films. Right. I like Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, there's a Fantastic But that's pretty Batman. much where my interest stops. But um, now since The Dark Knight, everything's changed. How good is The Dark Knight? The Dark Knight's very good. Yeah, that came out this year or last year maybe. Last year. Did it? Yeah, it's 2009, which is the year that... Um, well, Iron Man came out last year as well, and so did Hulk. Yeah, 2008. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Iron Man's out. Oh, cool. I don't know anything about those movies. I genuinely uh, wish I could help It stars the you. drug addict from Ally McBeal. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, Mish, look, 46 minutes. That's enough podcast. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.